Welcome to the Miracle Channel podcast. Every week, you'll hear powerful messages from world-renowned pastors that air on Miracle Channel, Canada's 24-7 Christian TV station. And if you want to watch more of their messages anytime you want, check out our online streaming service, Corco Plus. Follow the link in our show notes to create a free account in three simple steps. Today on the podcast, you'll hear a message from T.D. Jakes. T.D. Jakes is the bishop of the Potter's House Church in Dallas, Texas. He is most known for authoring over 30 books, acting in and producing films throughout his production company, T.D.J. Enterprises, as well as his world-renowned sermons and teachings. You can watch T.D. Jakes Sundays on Miracle Channel. Let's dive into the message. The men that that Moses sent were not just 12 men he picked at random. No, no, they were the heads of the 12 tribes of Israel. So they had influence. And you have to understand they had influence, they had leadership, they had insight, they had impact. He picks these 12 men to go. And they are going into a city knowing that when they get there, though they are 12 and representatives, they know that when they get in the city, they're going to be outnumbered. It's not like it's 12 men going to visit 12 men. The Hittites were there. The Jebusites were there. The Canaanites were there. They had other, the sons of Anak were there. They had all of these people. They knew they were walking into a situation where they were outgunned. They knew they were carrying a knife to a gunfight. They knew they were carrying a checkerboard to a chess game. And still they went. Can you go into a situation where you're outnumbered? because that determines whether you're gonna be able to go into the promised land. If you can only work with people who look like you and dress like you and walk like you until you're willing to walk into a room where you're outnumbered, you'll never receive what God has for you. They were 12 men, 12 leaders representing the 12 tribes of Israel, each one having influence over different tribes. Oh, let me stop there for a minute and say, even though Israel was moving, they had tribes. Tribalism exists in progress. You can't wait till everybody is one to move. If America only moved when America agreed, we would get nothing done. Not only do we not agree now, we have never agreed about anything. And one time their agreement got so bad, it broke out to a civil war and still the country survived. And you might be having a civil war in your house right now, but just because you're at odds doesn't mean you can't survive. I've seen folks stay married who fought every day. And the folks who was walking around hugging and kissing broke up in three years. Can I go on? 
They knew that they would be outnumbered. What they didn't know is whether they would return. Look at the courage it took for all 12 of them to go into a land where they're outnumbered and to not be certain that they would ever come back. Can you imagine being the wives or the sons or the daughters of one of these 12 men and you're packing their bags and you're sending them out and you're kissing them at the door and you're watching them as they go away and you're wondering, is this the last look? They could have been killed. They could have been murdered. They could have been destroyed. When you get ready to make your next move, you have to understand and live with the fact might get killed. Might go bankrupt. Might not come out of it. This is, progress is not for the faint of heart. Can, can, can I preach this? The part of the text that I'm focusing on right now describes their return. So they did come back. And they, they lived to tell it. You got a plan on coming back. Somebody shout, I'm coming back. Anybody getting anything out of this or am I just out on it? Now, now they come back with a report and they come back to report to Moses. I don't understand this part of the text. And I think Moses is a great leader, one of the greatest leaders in the Old Testament, an amazing person, a, 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 a mentor to me in many, many ways. I don't understand this. I don't understand why he let the 12 spies come back and make a public report. I don't understand that. I would never do that. I would never do that. To me, no contemporary leader would get a report from your top men with a news station. Because you don't know what they're going to tell you. And I would rather hear that information, process that information, and disseminate that information until you have a respect for information you can't be trusted with. And so they're having a, a private debate in a public place. Ten of the spies have said, we can't do this. There's no way in the world we can do this. Now look at this for a minute. Wait a minute. The option to not doing this is living in the desert where we have been for the last 40 years. When you, when you look at the option of not going forward, It will give you courage to fight the opposition 
because I don't know about you, I'm more afraid of stagnation than I am opposition. I would rather fight the opposition than to succumb to the frustration of stagnation and wasting my life being stuck in the same spot. Do I have anybody related to me in here? Are you from your, are you from my tribe? Holler at me if you're ready to make a move. Only Joshua and Caleb brought back a positive report. Two men out of 12, again, outnumbered. Their report is a true report, but they were outnumbered. I won't focus on Joshua, as he will get a lot of face time in the scriptures. He, he will fight the Amalekites. Uh, he, he will become Moses' successor. He, he, he will split the Jordan River. He will march around the walls of Jericho. He will defeat Jericho. He will successfully subdue the promised land. I'm not going to spend a lot of time on him because he gets a lot of face time in preaching, a lot of face time in scriptures, a lot of face time in history. But I am fascinated by Caleb. And I'm shocked that Joshua, who is mighty in battle, did not silence the crowd with his ability to fight. And I'm fascinated that Caleb, who has less face time, seemingly has more influence. Can I, can I go deeper? Can I go deeper? The Bible, so I started studying Caleb. Caleb, the Bible says, has another spirit. He's just a different kind of guy. But, but, but what about Caleb? Who, who, what, what can we know? Who is this man who silenced the entire congregation, millions of people, shut up when he spoke up? What do we really know about him? He, he, he is outnumbered in the text. He, one man stood up and silenced the whole crowd. The first thing he teaches me is use your voice. Even when you're outnumbered, use your voice. Don't let anybody take your voice. I have a right to my opinion. I have a right to say what I think. I have a right to speak how I saw it. Even if everybody else sees it another way, I still have the right to say what I saw. He is, he's outnumbered by the 12. He's outnumbered in the details provided in the Torah. He's, he, he is mentioned in the Quran, but not by name. Caleb has a low profile, but a powerful voice. What gives him the power to silence this crowd in such a dynamic way and see what 10 others did not see? No wonder the Bible said he had another spirit. When you see what others cannot see, you can do what others cannot do. Glory to God. I'm going to say it again for the people in the back. When you see what others cannot see, you can do what others cannot do. Good God Almighty, type it on the line. When you see what others cannot see, you can do what others cannot do. Caleb had another spirit. And the Bible 
Bible said that because Caleb had another spirit, God blessed him. God will bless you if you're willing to be different. If you step out from the herd, if you get away from the pack, if you're willing to be ostracized, if you're willing to be cussed out, if you're willing to be cast down, God will bless you. Not somebody tell him, I got another spirit. I got another spirit. The devil don't know who he's fooling with. I got another spirit. I got another spirit. I was cut off another piece of material. I got another spirit. I'm not trying to be like you. I'm not trying to fit in with you. I'm not trying to win you. I am who I am. You like me or you don't. This is it. Check it out. It is what it is. My God, can you feel the anointing that's in this place? Can you feel the anointing? Somebody's faith is leaping up and down in their belly. Somebody's getting a witness down in their soul. Somebody's getting a confirming word on the stream. Somebody's getting the confidence to go where they've never gone before. And everybody says you're a fool, but you're willing to be called a fool and laughed at because you have another spirit. And God said he's gonna give you a voice that will silence your enemy, that will silence your critics, that will silence your opposition, that will silence your star. God said when you open your mouth, he's gonna shut them up. Woo. You see, 10 spies brought back what the Bible says was an evil report, but it didn't say that they were lying. They were not lying. Evil doesn't always lie. <laughs> the 10 spies were reporting the facts. The facts were the Jebusites dwell in the land, and the Gerashites dwell in the mountains, and the Canaanites are down by the river. The facts were, we also saw the sons of Anak, and the facts were, the sons of Anak were huge. And no matter what you do with this text, you cannot negate the fact that the sons of Anak were as big over them as people are over grasshoppers. This is not just low self-esteem talking. These are facts. We were in their sight as grasshoppers. We were outnumbered. They were, they were taller than us. They were more than us. Their cities were walled. They did not lie. The fact that the Bible said it was evil doesn't mean it wasn't true. It calls it evil because it contradicts the facts, contradict the truth. 
For example, the facts are you are in debt. The truth is God will supply all of my needs according to his riches and glory. The fact is you got a lump in your breast. The truth is by his stripes we are healed. The facts are you have a need right now. The truth is the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want ten spies brought back facts. Two spies brought back truth. And when all the facts are over, it is not the facts that set you free. It is the truth that sets you free. The truth is, if God be for you, he's more than the world against you. The truth is, if God is on your side, you can't be outnumbered. The truth is, one can chase a thousand and two ten thousand. You have to decide. Are you going to live by the facts? Or are you going to fight for the truth? Facts have sent innocent men to jail. Facts have caused unnecessary surgeries. Facts have made descendants give up airship to property. The facts are they're about to sell grandpa's house for back taxes. The truth is, if we all get together, we can take it back. You have to decide right now. You hear what I said right now? Before you click off, you have to decide right now. Are you going to live by the facts? Or are you going to stand for the truth? Caleb stood for the truth. And he stood so long that Moses died. And Caleb was still standing. At 85 years old, Caleb was still standing. At 85 years old, Caleb said, to Joshua, I serve faithfully under Moses, and Moses is dead. I serve faithfully under you. Now give me this mountain. He's 85 and he's still under attack. He's 85 and he's still using his voice. He's 85. Wait a minute. He could have chose a land that had already been conquered. But the spot he picked out meant he had to fight at 85. Listen at me. Everybody my age and older, the day you stop fighting is the day you stop living. Strengthen yourself. Drag yourself up and tell God, give me something to fight. 
as long as I got something to fight, my limbs will move. Motion is lotion. I gotta keep moving. If I stop fighting, death will take me. I ain't going out like that. Caleb was 85 years old. And he said, give me something to fight. But Caleb, if I give you that piece of ground you're asking for, you're going to be outnumbered. I've been outnumbered all my life. I'm used to being outnumbered. I can still win it. Listen to me, there's something in your life that makes you think you're disqualified. You didn't finish school. You had a baby out of wedlock. You went through a divorce. You come from a broken home. Your emotions are shattered. We all got some reason to settle. But we also got a reason to fight. If an 85-year-old man has not lost his voice and has not lost his fight, I'm not saying he ran like he did when he was 40, but I'm saying he was a bad 85. He was a tough 85. Because it ain't the years on the body. It is the mentality of the mind. As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. I told the Lord, I don't care what you do with me. I'm yours. I don't care where you place me or how you plant me, I'm yours. But always leave me something to fight. Give me a reason to get out the bed in the morning. Give me a reason to shave my face and get dressed and have something to do. Because when I run out of something to do, I run out of reasons to live. Young folk, get up off your grandmama's couch and fight something. You'll never find out how smart you are, how tough you are, how strong you are, until you fight back. And I know you're outnumbered. But fight back. I know the odds are against you, but fight back. I know the facts are against you. But the truth is, you gotta fight back. Fight the facts back where the stats say you're at risk. And the stats say that a person from your background isn't gonna go anywhere but to jail. And the stats say, I don't care what the stats say. I'm gonna outnumber the numbers. So I preach to you about being outnumbered in the book of Numbers. Because the numbers may be against you, but you can outnumber the numbers. Yes, sir. I love the way you shouted that out. I love the way you shouted that out. 
because hell heard you say that. When you said, yes, I can, demons heard you say that. When you said, yes, I can, sickness heard you say that. When you said, yes, I can, weakness heard you say that. Somebody shout, yes, I can. As I come to a close in this message, this is a word for people whose facts outnumber you. But the truth is God gave them everything that was against them. The truth overcame every fact that the spies reported. And in the end, the truth beat out the facts. So Jesus does not say, you shall know the facts and the facts will make you free. You shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free.